So I appreciate y'all for riding with your girl right here on the morning shift to where shift happens. The morning shift where shift happens is being brought to you by Gatlin Mortuary. They're located 500 East Alden Avenue right here in the beautiful Isaiah city of Valdosta, Georgia. In your family's time of need, please make sure you call on the name that you can trust. And that's Gatlin Mortuary. They can be reached by calling area code 229-247-4141. Again, that's area code 229-247-4141 at Gatlin Mortuary. At Gatlin Mortuary. We provide modern-day services with traditional values. It is with sincere sympathy that Gatlin Mortuary announces the passing of Miss Dorothy James of Valdosta, Georgia. We are honored to be selected by our family to serve them with excellence through professional service this, during this their time of loss. The life celebration services for Evangelist Dorothy James are currently incomplete, but will be announced at a later date by the staff and management of Gatlin Mortuary. It is also with great sadness that Gatlin Mortuary announces the passing of Mr. Jermaine Berrien of Columbus, Georgia. The life celebration services for Mr. Jermaine Berrien of Columbus, Georgia are currently incomplete, but will be announced at a later date by the staff and management of Gatlin Mortuary. We are honored to be selected by the Berrien family to serve them with excellence through professional service during this their time of loss. It is also with sincere sympathy that Gatlin Mortuary announces the passing Mr. Eddie Chapel of Brooks County, Georgia. We are honored to be selected by his family to serve them with excellence through professional service. The life celebration services for Mr. Eddie Chapel of Brooks County, Georgia are currently incomplete, but will be announced at a later date by the staff and the management of Gatlin Mortuary. Again, at Gatlin Mortuary, we provide modern day services with traditional values. And in your family's time of need, please make sure that you call on the name that you can trust. And that's my dear brother, Mr. James K. Gatlin and the fine professional staff of Gatlin Mortuary. So beautiful people, as we journey through this week, um, there are a lot of people who are, who are, um, seems to be, seems like you're um, in the line of fire uh, for a lot of things um, that happen in your life. Sometimes it feels like you are in the line of, of fire um, just dealing with so many different things at one time, um, attacks coming from everywhere, accusations coming from everywhere, uh, misunderstandings coming from everywhere. And sometimes you feel like the only person that you have, uh, in your corner or, the only person that really, really understands the totality of the frustrations in your life. Um, and it's really, it really true, the feelings that you have, that um, whenever we're dealing with the frustrations and, and pain and um, the attacks and the unfairness uh, that we face and deal with in our lives, um, the, the main person, the best person to really understand how you feel, the totality of, of how you feel, is the good Lord. Um, and there's, he, he's, he's just, a, you know, an amazing God. Um, and I know there are times when you feel like you're by yourself. Sometimes you feel like it's just you in the fight. Sometimes you feel like, and, and listen, we're, there's, I'm not here to attempt to place any type of 
of judgment or this, I'm just I'm just setting this morning shift up that sometimes you feel like you know you you're by yourself in this you know this um, Grand Canyon of of feelings um, Grand Canyon of emotions um, and you're by your lonesome you know by yourself. And that's where a lot of people are. I have had conversations with different people, and it's like I feel like I'm here by by myself, and you know I have family, but they really don't understand, you know, the the depth of what I'm going through and what I'm dealing with. Can you can you help me find some footing? Can you help me see what God wants me to see? while I'm going through and dealing with what I'm dealing with. And I tell you this, beautiful people, sometimes um, God, again, God of Dana, God allow, sometimes he puts us or allows us to get in a place where we have to be by ourselves. Sometimes we, we have to, some, some people, and some of us will only have the tendency to cry out to him, right? When we are in a place where we feel alone. Because if we're around um, a bunch of people, when we're capable of calling everybody, for some people now, it's much easier for them to call on something tangible call on people that that they're gonna they're gonna hear and and hopefully understand what's being spoken back to them now those people who have a sure relationship with god know how to pray um and understand the depths and the totality of prayer you you will you will go to god right you'll you'll make that your first stop that you'll make that your first resort but there are people who who really honestly God is the last person that they call on and again y'all it's not a sign of disrespect to God but we tend as humans to tap into what's available tap into what's easier to do and it's a lot of times easy to go to people than it is to go to to God and so sometimes he will put us in predicaments and in positions where we where we can't get in touch with nobody where we can't reach anybody the people we text don't respond when we need them to the, the people we call to go to voicemail or they're tied up or busy with something. Um, and so you feel like you're, you're having a, 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 a John experience where you are on this Isle of Patmos. You're out in this wilderness. You're in exile. And nobody can really, really, really comprehend. And in Psalms 42... This is what we're going to start looking at this morning. In Psalms 42, 
And I'm going to start reading at verse 5 in the Good News Translation. Um, as a matter of fact, let's go to verse number number 3. I want to start at verse number 3. We go to verse 3. It says, Day and night I cry, and tears are only are my only food. All the time my enemies ask me, Where is your God? You're crying. The only fullness you have are your tears. And your enemies ask you, because they see they see the frustration. They see the pain. They see the hardship. And they ask you, where's your God? My heart breaks when I remember the past when I went with the crowds to the house of God and led them as they walked along, the, uh, walked along a happy crowd, singing and shouting praise to God. And he says, why am I so sad? That's what I want you to ask yourself. Why am I so sad? Why Am I so troubled? I will put my hope in God. And once again, I will praise him, my Savior and my God. Whenever you find yourself sad and troubled, whenever you find yourself in a difficult place, in a hard place, between a rock and a hard place, I encourage you to put your hope in God, someone who is never failing, someone who is always loving, someone who always cares, someone who is always present. The Bible says a very present help in a time of trouble. Put your hope there. I encourage you. It's not a demand. It's not a command. I'm not making that this morning. I am strongly encouraging you to put your hope in God. And I promise you, when you're down and out, when you feel like you are struggling where you are, whenever you put your hope in God, he'll give you, listen, he'll give you something to smile about. He will give you something to sing praises about again. Sometimes you you can think, you know, Lord, I'm never going to smile again. I'm never going to laugh again. I'll never get back to the place where I'm happy again. I can never bounce back from this hardship. I can never come back from this setback. I can never come back from this death. I can never come back from these circumstances. But I promise you, beautiful people, if you put your hope in God, I'm talking about the big God now. I'm talking about the big God. If you put your, if you can muster up enough hope, if you can muster up enough strength to put your hope in God, God help me here. He will give you something to smile about. He will give you something to sing about. He will, he will put a smile. He will put joy back in your heart and a smile back on your face. That's the kind of God that I serve. And some people may, I mean, again, this is the power of hope. Whenever people can know, Foster, that you've taken lick after lick after lick after lick, and it seems like you're on a revolving elevator, elevator, you're on revolving doors, shall I say, where it's it's always something. 
But I, God help me here. I trust and believe in the God that I serve now. That he can place joy. God help me here. Leave me alone, honey. He'll place joy back in your spirit and a smile back on your face. Mm -hmm. Yes, he will. It says, here in exile, again, by myself, here in this loneliness, here in this place of isolation, my heart is breaking. And so I turn my thoughts to him. Mm -hmm. He has sent waves of sorrow over my soul. Chaos roars at me like a flood, like waterfalls thundering down to the Jordan from Mount Hermon and Mount Mizar. May the Lord, God help me here. Here it is again. May the Lord show his constant love, constant love during the day so that I may have a song at night and pray for the God, pray and uh, a prayer to the God of my life, to God, my defender. Lord have mercy. God, there is man. Look at here. When you have God as your ultimate defender, you can be in exile. You can go through times of distress, times of disappointment. When the the constant and never ending and unwavering love that He has for us, He will not. God help me. He will not put us. He will not ever put us in something. That he does not have a way to get us out of it. And sometimes we'll find ourselves fighting, right? Fighting, I'm moving. Sometimes we'll find ourselves fighting battles that we need to leave to him. Sometimes we'll find ourselves engaged in arguments and debates that we need to leave in him. Because the writer said, to God, my defender, I know he's my defender. Right. So even and he identifies here it is. He identifies that he is talking to God, that he is praying to God, that he, not only does he have a God that loves him. He has a God that defends him. Lord, have mercy. Listen, beautiful people. Be mindful of the people. God, I felt the Holy Ghost shift me. Be mindful of the people that say they love you, but don't defend you. Because when you have, if you if you have the God kind of love, if you have real, unconditional, agape love for me, you cannot say that you love me and not defend me. Here, David, the writer, cries to God, and he says, I know you have an unwavering love for me. I know you have constant love for me. I know you have unfailing love for me and then right behind that he says to God whoo, God help me here my defender you cannot say that you love me if you don't defend me if you can let people talk about me and say untruths about me and misconstrue my actions of good for evil if you can't defend me if you can't take a lick if you cannot step in and say listen I understand that might be the situation, but you don't know them for real. You don't, you don't, you know, that's not them. What you need to do is you need to call her. You need to call him. You'll need to deal with them. Go to them and ask them. They'll talk to you. They'll explain to you because you have to be misunderstanding. There must be something else to this story. But if you love me, God help me here. If they love you. Uh, like they say they do. God help me. They will defend you. 
against the unjust lies. I'll show it to you here in the Bible now. They will defend you if they love you. Now, what are you saying, Smith? If somebody don't defend me, that means they don't love me? Uh, no, not necessarily. But they don't love you like they say you they do or they don't love you like you think they do because if you love me god have mercy with you will defend me not defend my wrong actions now but you will defend my character so here the writer saying lord i my enemies are laughing at me saying where is your god i need you to step up if you love me i need you to step up and let these people know that you are my god and that you got my back God, help me down here. So you got to be careful now, these people that talking about they're your friends and call you sis and call you bruh and call you, you know, cuz and, and call you auntie and call your mama and daddy. If you love me, God have mercy. You will defend me. You will not let the lies continue. You will not let somebody sit and talk wrong about me. I'm not saying you don't love me. You ain't loving me right. Oh. Oh, hallelujah, Jesus. I'm not saying that you don't love me. What I'm saying is, God, help me here. You're not loving me right. Because if you love me right, God, help somebody. If you love me right, when they're wronging me, you'll defend me. If you love me right, when they're talking about me, lies now, scandalizing my attacking my character in your presence. If you ain't saying nothing, God help me here. You are not loving me right. So David said, the writer says in Psalms um, 42 and 9, To God my defender, I say, why have you forgotten me? Why must I go on suffering from the cruelty of my enemies? I am crushed by their insults. I know I'm talking what I'm saying. The word. I am crushed by my insults and they keep on asking me. They're lying on me. They're insulting me and they keep throwing it up. God have mercy. Where is your God? Why am I so sad? Why am I so troubled? He ends a chapter saying, I'm going to put my hope in God. And once again, I'll praise him. He said, I may be going through it right now, but I know now, I know that God will defend me. Now flip the page or swipe right if you're on the app. The prayer of someone in exile is a continuation of Psalms 42. So we go to Psalms 43. It's a continuation of Psalms 42. He says here, Oh God, declare me innocent and defend my cause against the ungodly. Deliver me from lying and evil people. God, help me here. Look at verse 2. It says, you are my protector. God, help me here. So if you don't want to defend me, if you don't like the word defend, protect. <laughs> oh, God, have mercy. If you're not defended, you should be protected. You understand what I'm saying? You you should be protecting me. Some people now, God help mercy. Some people say, well, you know, I'm not. I it ain't my job to defend you. Well, at least you can protect me. At, at least you you can protect me. Mm -hmm. The least you. I don't want you to fight for me, but at least protect me. If you don't, if you don't want to get in the middle of it, at least protect me. Stop it before it happens. Shield me. Cover me. If you love me, God have mercy. The least you can do, 
God help me. God, please help me this morning. The least you can do is protect me. Now, I know you might be looking at it and said, okay, well, protect and defend. They almost the same thing. Almost. Almost. Make an attempt. Some people won't even make an attempt. You love me, though, but you won't even make an attempt to defend me. Least, look at Lord Hammer. Say somebody say it with me. At least make an attempt. At least if you can't, at least, even if you could stop it, at least make an attempt. God Hammer. Some people won't even make an attempt. You don't love me. If you have constant love for me, if you got real love for me, at least, God help me, somebody. At least make an attempt. You may not stop it, but at least make an attempt to say, listen, y'all, that ain't her. That's not him. That's a misunderstanding. There's got to be some confusion. If you can't stop it, oh, calm your nerves, little girl. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. You are my protector. Why have you abandoned me? Why must I go on suffering from the cruelty of my enemies? Then in verse number three, I can't leave you. I can't leave you lost now. Send your light and your truth. May they lead me and bring me back to Zion. Because remember, I'm in exile. I'm out here by myself. At least send me the light to get me back to the house of God. At least send me the light to get me back to the temple where you live. It says, then I will go to your altar. For you are the source of my happiness. I'm in verse number four. In Psalms 43. I will play my harp and sing praise to you. Oh God. What he's saying is I can't get back by myself. There are some people that cannot get back to God by themselves. Some people have been so hurt and so broken. And so uh, disappointed and so devastated. That they can't get back by themselves. This is what the writer said. I can't get back. To the house of God. I can't get back to the altar by myself. So God, if you will, send your light and your truth. See, the only thing people need to do to get back to God is hear the truth. You, you don't need, you don't need, you don't, you, I'm not asking, I'm not asking for a miracle. Just hit me up with the truth. The light and the truth. You be the light and give me the truth. That's going to lead people according to this word that I'm looking at. Then I will go. If you get me back to the temple, I'll get to the altar. If you'll just help me get back to the church, I'll get to the altar. But look, look at this. He says, you're the source of my happiness. I will play my harp and sing praise to you, oh God, my God. Why am I so sad? Why am I so troubled? I will put my hope in God. And once again, he ends it. He ends it. When I'm going to put my hope in God. I'm telling you, this is some, this is amazing. Listen, listen, okay. I got to do 44, y'all. I got to go, but I got to do 44. I'm going to read it fast. Verse number 44. It says, or chapter 44, Psalms 44. With our own ears, we have heard it, O God. Our ancestors have told us about it, about the great things you did in their time, in the days of long ago. How you yourself, God help me here, 
drove out the heathen and established your people in their land. How you punished the other nations and caused your own to prosper. Your people did not conquer the land with their swords. They did not win it by their own power. Oh, God, have mercy. But it was by your power and your strength, by the assurance of your presence, which showed that you loved them. Because if you love me now, you it's going to show up to other people now. It should be note if you really love somebody, digressive, if you really love somebody, it should be known. It should show up that other people should not come in your presence. You say you love somebody and they don't know it. Because it, it, should, it should be made known through actions. Honey, show, show my enemies that you really love me. Show my naysayers that you really love me. Mm-hmm. It should be no secret. Oh, I didn't know you loved her. Who, how you do that? Love is an action word. But look what it says about the Lord. It says you punish them and cause your own people to prosper. We didn't conquer the land with our swords. It was not by our weapons. It was not by our weapons that we conquered the land. It was not by our weapons. It was not by our um our hands, us fighting, that, that conquered the land. We didn't win it with our own power. We don't have enough power to do it. If that's the case, we would have never been in exile and we would have never been crying it. In a, in a bad place and, and so sad. So, but but it was by your power and it was by your strength. By the assurance of, not by might, God help me here, nor by power. But by your spirit, by your power, and your, your spirit is going to get done. The spirit of God. You give victory to your people. And by your power, we defeat our enemies. I don't have to trust in my own self. Oh, y'all, y'all read the rest of number verse number forty-four. Him. Y'all gotta. I mean, read the rest of chapter number forty-four. He asked the Lord why he sleeps. Crushed to the ground, enemies doing this. Then it said, "By your, because of your constant love, save us." <laughs> but you got people talking about they love you now and won't defend you or make an attempt to protect you. Mm. Make an attempt to defend you. Anyway, that's all the time I got for the day, y'all. I appreciate y'all for riding with your girl right here on the morning shift where shift happens. Until the next time, y'all, I love y'all. Peace. I'm out.